And a warm welcome here on Gay SA Radio. My name is Louis and you are tuned in to Backtracks. Last week we left with Tina Turner. You must understand the touch of your hand makes my pulse react. That it's only the thrill of boy meeting girl opposites attract. It's physical. You must try to ignore that it means more than that Do with it the theme song of Tina Turner's life documentary of 1993, starring Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. If you have not seen that film, please make a plan to have a look at that. Tina Turner, the American singer, songwriter, and actress, born Anne May Bullock in November of 1939 in Haywood County, Tennessee. Now, her album, entitled 
Nash Bush City Limits, was named after her hometown where she was born in. Tina Turner's first song, A Fool for Love, occurred accidentally because the singer who was supposed to record it did not show up that day and Ike Turner pushed for Tina to do it instead. That song, A Fool for Love, hit number two on the R&B records. Yes, that gives you an idea of what you're in for today. Life happens, and if you put things out into the universe, the universe will align it for you, and the universe will provide. Today we want to kick off the show with something fun. This one new from Purple Disco Machine, Playbox. Enjoy! We'll be right back. 
easy smile Am I too dirty, am I too flirty Do I like what you like yeah, I could be wholesome, I could be loathsome Guess I'm a little bit shy Why don't you like me, why don't you like me Without making me try I try to be like Chris Kelly there with Grace Kelly and before that a new one from Purple Disco Machine Playbox just about Grace Kelly we in the LGBTQ community we like to celebrate our heroes and uh, there are some names that always pop back up so last week we spoke a little bit more Gail and I asked you three words so uh, just to get back to you on those three words last week I asked you about what is a a lipstick lesbian and this is an effeminate lesbian, so I would say not the obvious looking uh, lesbian, so somebody that is more feminine. Then I also asked you about an Ola queen, so if you use the O in that formula that I, that I taught you, the O will be for an old queen or uh, somebody who's old in age, an older queen. The opposite to that was a chicken. So if you were to say, look at the chicken, what does that mean? So the C in chicken for children, the young and upcoming queer or teenage LGBTQ members. So the two opposites there are Ola Queen, the old age, and the chicken, the youth. Staying with our Gail, 
I thought uh, today I will chat a bit about dancing. So the queer folk, we like to get up and dance and have a good time. So I thought I'd uh, tell you a few gale words that has to do with dancing or having a good time. So the first one is a cha-cha place. What is a cha-cha place? So it is uh, the C for cha-cha is a club or a gay-friendly disco venue or, you know, a bar where you can have some dancing. A polka, but in this context, if we say, let's uh, go and have a polka, are you in the mood for some polka? The P for party there. Do you feel to have a polka tonight? Now, if you get the polka part, I'm going to tell you about the Polly's Polka Place. That is intense code there. If you know what I'm talking about, Polly's Polka Place, please let me know on my email address, l-o-o-e-s at gaysaradio.co.za. And of course, I am referring to The Dungeon, or Big D, or just known as Dungeons. It was located in the Three Castles building on the corner of Marshall and Goat Street in Johannesburg CBD. The Dungeons Club was owned by Ronnie Ulofsen and opened in 1970 and ran till about 1995, to this date known as the longest running gay club in South Africa. So if you have some memories about the Dungeon or the Big D place, Please send that to my email address. Just that again is l-o-o-e-s at gaysaradio.co.za so we can revisit those memories. The American social culture like to talk about a kiki, which is loosely defined as a gathering of friends for the purpose of gossiping or chit-chat or just a bit of a party, but exclusivity is key here. So you get invited to a kiki. Another one is a Isadora. So you would say, I'm in the mood to go out for an Isadora, which could mean a dance or a boogie. And this has to do with Isadora Duncan. She was an American dancer who lived in the 1870s in San Francisco, California. Her teachings and performances help to free ballet from those constrictive restrictions and presaged the development of modern expressive dance. You can imagine that ballet is quite important to the LGBTQ community. I don't want to make general assumptions, but it's normally in the LGBTQ community that appreciates the art form ballet. And if you know Isadora Duncan, she helped to develop new techniques from the 1800s to bring ballet into the modern world. Now, with all of this dancing and referring to our heroes, flashbacks of names, my Gail question is actually a simple one, but the answer is quite interesting. My Gail question for this week is, if you refer to somebody as, he is a friend of Dorothy... What does that mean and why? I think it's obvious. A lot of people have said, oh, look, there's another friend of Dorothy. But my question is, why is that used? Talking about boogie, here is my guilty boogie pleasure selection for today. It's Huey Lewis and the news. And it is still hip to be square. 
Huey Lewis and the News, Hip to Be Square. I hope that that got you off your seat and dancing and got those feet tapping. Now, as you know, here on Backtracks, we like the stories behind the songs. Uh, Lewis wrote this song with his drummer, Gil Gibson, and his keyboard player, Sean Hopper. The song pokes fun at the group's clean-cut image. Instead of getting tattoos and growing their hair and behaving badly, this band matured as they got more successful, which was only natural considering that they were in their mid-thirties and at the time the more concerned with taking care of themselves rather than enjoying the trappings of fame. And you will also know that we like telling stories about words and where do they come from in the meanings and code. So where does the word square come from? Um, why does it refer to somebody that's not with the current trends or fashion? We are not quite sure, but it seems like it originated from the African-American slang in the 1940s. One of the possible explanations could be that in this time of jazz musicians and then standard classical conductors, their hand structure beated out the rhythm for the band to follow. So a quick and fast flowing hand motion explains the feeling where a more structured or a staccato or square means that it's more mechanical, more olden and uh, thus a bit more square wave rather than fluent. Some suggestions of where it's hip to be square the square comes from. We'll be right back after this. Hello, Scotties. This is Tan Evita Besaidet here, and you won't believe it, but you are listening to Gay SA Radio. Okay, first, let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Gay SA Radio. Where you are family. Last week, I did this experiment where I told you a few interesting facts about an artist and then only revealed a little later who it might be. So for today, I have chosen a very famous lady, especially in the LGBTQ community. I can tell you that her eye color is green, her natural hair color is brown. Although she bleached her hair blonde because she was often mistaken for Amy Winehouse and she wanted to have her own look. Her height is about 5 foot 1. So that's about just over one and a half meters. She's left-handed. Her favorite colors are black and lavender. Her favorite cartoon character is Bugs Bunny. She does not like cats, rather prefers dogs, and is the elder of two children. Her sister, Natalie, studied fashion. Her sister was born in 1992 and she appeared in one of her music videos as a prison inmate. In 2010, this artist ranked as one of the most powerful musicians in the world, according to Alexander Forbes. This American singer earned about $80 million last year. She taught herself to play the piano by ear when she was only four years old. By 13, she began writing songs, and by 14, she began performing at open mic nights. When she was 18, she became a regular performer at the New York City bars. Following that, she started her career 
in a private school in Manhattan and studied with people like Nikki and Paris Hilton. Now, this next song that you're going to hear from Carl Bean's 1977 disco anthem is going to be instrumental in decoding who I am talking about. This song was an inspiration for one of her hit songs. Following that is Queen, and that song is another clue to the artist that I have in mind today. Can you guess who I'm talking about? Send me those answers to L-O-O-E-S for sugar at gaysaradio.co.za.
The Incomparable Queen. And before that, Carl Bean with I Was Born This Way. This was a disco hit for the 1970s. And both these songs are instrumental in guessing who is the featured artist today. So remember those two clues. And now for something fresh from Bruno Mars, Anderson Park and Silk Sonic. Leave the door open.
Bruno Mars there with Leave the Door Open. And after that, Ballyhoo with Man on the Moon. Did you know that Ballyhoo was a South African musical group or band of the 1980s? 
Yes, that song, Man on the Moon, spent 19 weeks in the charts. The band was formed in 1974 in Johannesburg, and the original lineup consisted of Derek Bayer and vocals, Mac Matthews with guitar and vocals, Fergie Ferguson with bass and vocals, Cedric Samson on drums, and Ati van Wyk on keyboards. And who is Ati van Wyk, you might ask? Well, he founded a company in 1989 and is still the executive chairman. This business was recently named Business Leader of the Year by the Cape Town Chamber of Commerce and De Burger and has brought more than 2,000 shows and over 300 international acts to South Africa's audiences nationally. Of course, I am talking about big concerts. So, Ati, keyboard player there of the Ballyhoo, the entertainment industry, the music industry, and all of us, the South African audiences, owes you a big gratitude and a thank you for playing the keyboards, finding the man on the moon, and then bringing the moon, the man, the woman, and the acts to South African audiences. We'll be back right after these messages. Gay SA Radio. We're always Eula. Where you are family. Do you want to broaden your music knowledge, revisit and dust off old classic tunes, or just stay on top of what songs are trending at the moment? Tune in to Backtracks on Gay SA Radio every Sunday between 3 and 4 p.m. And let's get those toes tapping with me, Louis. Your host, as we journey through music on KSA Radio, where you are family. Now, every now and then, one just wants to be left alone, staying away from all the noise and the social media, and you just want to pull yourself towards yourself. And therefore, I have chosen this 1994 song from the Dutch band 24 7 that was released of their first single album. Slave to the Music. That's probably the song most well-known for the band is Slave to the Music. And this and this was the last 24-7 song that reached the top 10 in the Netherlands. And on the Euro Hot 100, it reached number 39. Leave Them Alone. Uh, strange that the title is a little bit different because the chorus is Why Don't You Leave Me Alone? But nevermore, the song title Leave Them Alone was released in the US instead of the song This Is My Life and Take Me Away. Now, the album version of this song was sung by Stacy, spelled very cool. Stay C on the single mix of the version, Stacy performed the rap part. So enjoy this one, and why don't you just leave me alone by 24 7?
Sy Burger is hier vanaf die Westkaap, uh, geboren in juni van 2000 en is een baie trotse Zuid-Afrikaanse sangeres. Sy het al van een vierjarige ouderdom af sanglesse begin neem en geskaaf van haar talent en so gaan sy toe nou dier om die wenner te wees van die derde seisoen van die TV muziekreeks The Voice wat op Mnet kanaal uitgesaai was. Sy het vandaar een platencontract losgeslaan met Universal Zuid-Afrika en Tashai was die eerste vrouwelijke kunstenaar en die jongste om die realiteitsreeks van Zuid-Afrika te wen tot op datum. Hier is een nieuwe lied wat sy nou net uitgebring het hierdie maand. Sy naam is Baby Ek Bly en uh, jylle moet asjeblief gaan kyk na die muziekvideo, ek denk is nogal min dat uh, die LGBTQ dames daar buiten verskyn in die muziekvideo so gaan soek vir hom asjeblief Tashai Baby Ek Bly Ek kan nie het slaap of drink sonder jou nie au Ek kan nie dink as jy my nie wil ondou nie 
Baby Akblay, and after that, When Boy Meets Boy. The song was released in June of 2013 and was Fischl's sixth single, taken from his debut album, Not Thinking Straight. The single was released worldwide on iTunes and Amazon via Fischl's own record label, Young Lust Records and is a three-pack digital download. So in this bundle, there is three versions of the song. There is the one that you just heard, the original, and then there's a bit more of a club mix, which is called the Matte Pop Art Club Mix. The last one is a more of a just an acoustical version that just featured uh, mainly the piano and the vocals. But I must say, of the three, the one that you just heard, the original, is my favorite. Gay SA Radio. Be yourself without fear. This is Backtracks on Gay SA Radio. Welcome back here on Gay SA Radio. My name is Louis and you are listening to Backtracks. So this week again I have an artist in mind and I'm giving you all kinds of clues to try and see if you can figure out who this artist is. 
There was a few songs a little earlier that gave you a hint to who I'm talking about. So uh, let me go through some other quirky facts and maybe that will that will narrow down the field a little more. So we did say that she is a female artist and I can tell you that she's got over 81 million Twitter followers. Staying with Twitter in December of 2011, her Twitter account, this one that we're talking about, was hacked and an update was put on offering where you can get a free iPad to all of her followers and over 7,000 fans clicked on it, but indeed it was a hack. In November of 2009, she was promoting a second album, which now I can't tell you because that's going to give it away, at the Best Buy in West Hollywood. Now, uh, she saw uh, outside the shop as the, as the record went on promotion, she noticed that there is a lot of her fans that has come and that has stayed all night to be ready and to be first in line for this promotion. And she felt so bad for her poor fans waiting outside that she spent over $1,000 just buying pizzas for her fans that will be meeting up with her the next day. She once wore a Kermit the Frog jacket, which was made of Kermit dolls. It has been recorded that she carries with her a purple cup and saucer in public wherever she goes because she says it makes her feel like she is at home and she always drank tea with her mother at home. So at times, because being in the public eye is a challenging sometimes and one can miss home so that is her way of reconnecting back to home is to have her own purple cup and saucer that she uses often her favorite flower is white roses and she loves to cook she says that cooking italian is cooking good food don't let the italian food throw you off though she dropped out of the New York University when she was only 19 to pursue a musical career. From there, she studied with Christina Aguilera's vocal coach and on her 20th birthday signed her first record deal with Interscope Records. She has recorded more Facebook fans than Barack Obama and Justin Bieber. Now, you'll remember from last week that Justin Bieber had quite a few. She believes that Britney Spears is the queen of pop. And she has the title of more than four Guinness World Records. These include the fastest selling single on iTunes. The most product placement in a single music video. The most searched for female on the internet and the largest growing impersonator, which is extremely curious. Can you imagine you have the world record, sorry, the Guinness world record of the most gathering of impersonators of yourself? Further to these achievements, she has received over 200 awards from 447 nominations over her lifetime. Now, just to prove my point of how versatile and amazing this artist is, here is a rendition of the Sound of Music that was done live at the 87th Academy Awards in 2015. 
And I'm pretty sure that still, even if you hear this voice singing something completely different, you will still struggle to figure out who I am talking about. Enjoy this interesting rendition of the Sound of Music medley that was live at the 87 Academy Awards in 2015. And remember to send me your answers. If you know by now who I am talking about, who I have in mind today, please send me an email at louis at gaysaradio.co.za. That's L-O-O-E-S at gaysaradio.co.za. Yeah. 
Mind-blowing stuff there. You've just heard a medley of Sound of Music. And my question is, whose voice is this? This artist that we're talking about today, this is a genre that's not really her normal go-to. But I thought it would be interesting to see if you hear the voice in another context, can you still recognize it and can you figure out who am I talking about today? Have you got it? Do you need a little bit more time? I need some of those answers. I see they're still coming in. Okay, let me let me give you another song. This next one is one of my favorites. The song is called Rise. It is an instrumental song that was first recorded by the trumpeteer Herb Albert. And this instrumental track was included in Albert's solo album Rise that was released as a single in 1997. It reached number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 in October of that year and remained in the top position for two weeks. Herb Albert thus became the first and only, to date, artist that reached the list of the top 100 with a vocal performance. This is of another song called This Guy's In Love With You in 1968, as well as an instrumental performance with this song, Rise. Now, it was successful in other charts, peaking at number 4 for the R&B charts and number 17 on the disco charts. This recording also received a Grammy Award for the Best Pop Instrumental Performance in 1980. This is a bit of a remix, but it is my favorite version, Herb Albert's Rise.
ASA Radio. Slay, mama. Where you are family. Welcome back here on GSA Radio. My name is Louis and this is Backtracks. Right, I think it is now time to reveal that artist that I had in mind all day. Just a quick recap on some of the, the main things. We are talking about a lady. She's got green eyes. Her natural hair color is brown, but she does bleach her hair because she was often mistaken for Amy Winehouse. She's left-handed. Her favorite color is black and lavender. Her cartoon character is Bugs Bunny, her favorite cartoon character. She prefers dogs more than kits or kittens. She is the elder of two children. Her sister Natalie was a fashion student and she was born in March of 1992. She's considered one of the most powerful musicians in the world. And uh, she taught herself to play the piano by ear when she was only four years old. And by 13, began writing songs and started to perform when she was 14. Some of the other clues that I gave you, that song of Carl Bean's I Was Born This Way, the disco anthem, that is a, a, a very good clue that points towards one of the hit songs that this artist has had. 
She has more than 81 million Twitter followers. Her favorite flower is white roses. She loves to cook and she dropped out of University of New York when she was 18 to pursue a career in music. And she also studied with the same vocal coach as Christina Aguilera. She had her first record deal on her 20th birthday. She has more followers than Barack Obama or Justin Bieber. She believes that Britney Spears is the queen of pop. She holds four Guinness Book World Records. And a little earlier, I also played you that clip, the Sound of Music medley from the 87th Academy Awards that was held in 2015. If you don't know by now, I have to give it away with a bit of a a vocal clip that will definitely give it to you. Her real name, Stephanie Joanne, Angela Germanata. Yes, I am speaking about Lady Gaga and her famous meat dress that was 100% real meat and weighed over 50 pounds. She wore it, of course, to the MTV's Music Awards in September of 2010. Gaga refers to her listeners or her fans as her little monsters. She told Rolling Stones magazine in 2010, When I wake up in the morning, I feel just like another insecure 24-year-old girl. And then I say, Woman, you are Lady Gaga. You better get up and walk the walk today. Such inspiring words. The other tips that I gave you today was the song Radio Gaga by Queen. Now, that I think it's obvious that we know that the Gaga part of her Lady Gaga's name comes from that song from Queen. She is a great lover of Queen and uh, Gaga stuck to her. The lady part, well, it is a bit controversial at the moment, but there has been reports that uh, her former producer tried to text her when she was not sure yet about what her name will be. She knew that it will end with Gaga of Radio Gaga. And he typed a message to her saying, Radio Gaga, the, the, the song is playing. And his phone auto-corrected the radio to Lady. And it read Lady Gaga from her producer. And uh, her response to that was, that is correct. Never call me Stephanie again. It was very hard for me to choose a song of this artist, Lady Gaga. So here is a bit of a remix with all of her top numbers.
I hope you enjoyed that remix of Lady Gaga's Greatest Hits. Like I say, it's very difficult to choose one song from this amazing artist. All of our songs is so inspiring and fills your heart with joy and excitement and also has a deep message. So our featured artist today, Lady Gaga. Thank you so much for spending time with me. It was such a joy playing some of my tunes that I love to listen to and the music that inspires me. Please remember that there is a song for every moment in life. You can hear Robbie Williams is popping in. We're going to discuss him a bit more next week. My name is Louis. You are listening to Gay SA Radio and this program is called Backtracks. See you next time.
tuned into KSA Radio, South Africa's premier LGBT radio station.